Ladies and gentlemen, it has been a long six months, but we are back with the football guy and we are ready to get down to business. Today is the morning of Thursday and the first day of NFL kickoff. We've got the Dallas Cowboys and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers squaring off later on tonight, so we figured it was a perfect time to bring back the gem, the podcast. It's football guy, it's dad, we're here to break down all of the action that's occurring tonight, Sunday, and we'll even get into Monday, which is really exciting because it's the football guy's favorite team, and it's dad's favorite team. Uh, we'll go over upsets, maybe some props, try to cover everything we possibly can. Well, we also have to be quick because I have school in like an hour. That's right, football guy does have school, he still has a, you know, still has a side job aside from this, right? <laughs> all right, we're going to break down all the action and get to it, uh, starting with Dallas and Tampa Bay. Six months it's been since we've been on the air. We obviously did a draft special in between, which I mopped the floor with you. But again, football guy isn't isn't too big on college football, so it's understandable. Yeah, I don't but, know anything about it, really. Yeah, but you did a, you did a decent job. We, we hung in there. They okay. They haven't played since two days before Christmas back in 2018, the Bucks and the Cowboys. December 23rd, 2018 was the last time they played. Wow, interesting little nugget. And how did that game turn out? Do you know? Um, I mean, if you're going to give us that the info. The Cowboys won 27-20. Well, there you go. But different team because Tom Brady wouldn't have been on that team at that time. Definitely. So, a little different of a team. All right, let's do it. Dallas Cowboys, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And as I look at things, the Buccaneers are favored. Wow, this line well, has moved like quite eight, a bit. By like eight points. It's up to eight and a half points. Now... Half a point higher than I thought it was. That's a big spread. So obviously, there's you know Tampa Bay's heavily favored, and I let the football guy off easy, seeing that it was our first season of podcasts. Uh, I think this year we might go a little bit with some spread action. Do you understand that? So the Dallas Cowboys would have a handicap of eight and a half points. So that would mean if they lose, but they only lose by six points, technically the Cowboys side would still win. So with that being said, because I think it's too easy, you, what team would you just pick to win? The Bucks. Easily. Absolutely. And with Zach Martin now, I would pick the Bucks as well. But with an eight and a half point spread, do you think the Bucks can win by more than eight and a half points? Yeah. Okay. So the football guy thinks the, the, the Bucks are going to win one way or another. Uh, I am going to go with football guy on that. I think the Bucks will win even with the eight and a half points. But if it's if it's a close game, we can kind of do money line stuff. If it is an obvious favorite, we'll you know we'll we'll talk about the spread, the numbers. So Vegas is picking the Bucks to win. Football guys on the Bucks. Um, Dad is on the Bucks as well. Zach Moore. Zach Moore. Uh, I think they can win by about ten. Though. Zach Moore is out with COVID, as you mentioned. Let's talk. Some quick props here because everybody's all excited for the night. Ezekiel Elliott, got to have a bounce back year. Didn't have a great season. Dak is back. That might change some things. Obviously, we just talked about Zach Martin's out. He has 53 and a half yards they have him at for tonight for Zeke. Do you think Zeke can hit that? I'm going to say no. Um, I'm going to say he goes under as well. I'm going to go with no as well. I say Zeke can do it against most defenses on... Like most times, but week one, Tampa Bay Bucks is going to hit football. I don't think he's going to hit it. Okay. All right. Well, fair enough. Good analysis there. Let's do CeeDee Lamb. CeeDee Lamb, 62 and a half yards. This is a really popular one that I've noticed as well. Does he go over 62 and a half yards? No. No? You don't expect the Cowboys to do much of anything today. Not really. 
I'm going to say that CeeDee Lamb will go over that. I think he's going to be the breakout wide receiver for the Cowboys. I still think Cooper is going to be pretty, pretty good too, but I think Lamb can go over that. Much in part to the fact I think the Cowboys will be down like they were much of last year as well. And I think Dak is going to be throwing the ball quite a bit. So I think that's an easy number for Lamb to hit. I think that's a pretty good target uh, to go for in some of these prop bets. Okay, so we covered the first game. That's tonight of the season. Then Sunday, all the football action kind of kicks off. Yeah, our favorite day of the year. I love it. Yep, and I'm off. Can't wait to be here. Love to do another podcast, but we're going to get you all the info early. Philadelphia Eagles, Atlanta Falcons. Right now, the Falcons are favored to be the team to win. Personally, I find that hard to believe. I'm going to go with the Eagles. Football guy, how do you I, feel about I everything? E- I'm going to say Eagles, too. I think the Falcons, they don't have enough. Like the, it's not that they don't have enough depth, though. They're just not as good as the Eagles. Right. And I, I listen they, to a lot like, of podcasts. It depends on how Jalen Hurts will play. Because, like, we've only seen him play. So He's only started, like, three games, and that was late last year. So we don't know very much about, like, how he's going to perform and all. Also, though, for the Eagles, to watch out on Brandon Brooks, the go- the offensive guard, questionable tonight for, uh, questionable on Sunday for the Eagles. You think that could possibly affect things? But Hertz has some sure. legs, so he can run out of those type of situations. I've listened to a lot of podcasts, is what I was going to say. A lot of teams compare what happened last year. These are, they're different defensive coordinators, they're different defensive players. With that being said, I don't feel like the Falcons have done too much to their defense. I don't love their secondary. I don't know if they can even really get pressure on Hurts. Uh, I think Devontae Smith read some things that he's going to have a really big, they have a, a, a huge opening for him. Uh, he should have a big role in Sunday's game. I think that Hurts is going to hit him with a big play. I really see a 50-60 yard play kind of. Something that we got used to seeing Deshaun Jackson do many years ago when he was with the Eagles. The, but The Falcons don't even have a long snapper. Well, I think they can get by on that. But yeah, but still. <laughs> better start practicing now. Okay, so football guy and dad, we're both on the Eagles on this one. I'm surprised the Falcons are three-point favorites. Um, I think Hurts can definitely get it done. I think he's not gotten a fair rap. He played pretty good towards the end of the year. Uh, one of the quarterback props that I was looking at, and I discussed this with football guy ahead of the show, passing and rushing yards, they have hurts. Wow, it's actually moved up. It was 268 and a half. It's 270 now. Can Hurts go over that number? Total. Pass- that's that's passing and rushing yards. The total's mm. at 270 now. I took 268. I'm going to say he can do it. You looked at me a little odd. Yeah, you think Hurts stays underneath that? I said he stays under. Okay. Maybe he can hit that later in the year, like when he's more settled in. But I don't think he, like this is only what is like fourth start of his career. I don't think he's quite ready to do all that yet. See, I think he can run for 90 yards, which I think it makes it pretty easy as far as passing, especially if I plan on him hitting a big shot to Devontae Smith to just say, hey, here's the rookie we took. You guys passed up on him. This is what this guy can do. I think you're going to see a nice game out of Devontae Smith, at least one big big gamer. I got Hurts over. Football guy says no. He's staying under 270. I'm shocked also that line has moved since yesterday uh, when I placed my action. Okay, uh, surprising one for the West Coast team. The 49ers will play the Detroit Lions. Uh, that's a 1 o'clock game. We've got the 49ers at minus 7.5. So 
That means the 49ers have to win by over a touchdown, basically. Let's just call it that, over a touchdown. Let's just say seven points. Football guy, let's make it easy. Can the 49ers beat the Lions with a seven-point buffer? I say that they will win, but not by that many points. Okay, so you're basically going to be on the Lions plus seven points. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say the 49ers can do it. I think this could be a, a major upset game. The 49ers have one of the best offensive lines out there. They get all their guys back. Uh, they're healthy. Kittle's there. Nick Bosa's um, there. A lot of these guys are Not exactly. Out. Not exactly. Javon Kinlaw and their defensive line is questionable. Trey Lance, the rookie quarterback, questionable. Um, Skull, offensive tackle. Wide receiver Jalen Hurd is out. Skull, as I mentioned, is on IR. Those are all minor guys. My yeah. whole big thing, I mean, Kinlaw could be big in the in the middle, but for the most part, this team is very, very well put together. I mean, they don't have Richard Sherman out there. I don't really think that matters too much. This is a pretty good team. Garoppolo knows how to run this team. He's been in this system for quite a while. I think the 49ers absolutely blow out the Lions, so I'm shocked that you would take the Lions with a seven-point handicap, and you don't think the Niners can... So you think the Niners are going to win, but it'll only be by three, four points. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. All right, so you're picking the Niners to win, but... It and Michael Blockers and Taylor Decker being questionable does not change how I feel about it. Okay. Uh, let's do this. This is another it's popular prop Lions, that I've seen. Say that again? But two, these two players from the Lions. Blockers on the defensive line and Te Decker on the offensive line are both questionable. Okay. Good feedback. Uh, this has moved up, too, since I had took it yesterday. 56 yards... For George Kittle, you think he does that? I think yesterday you told me you were you were on board with that. Yeah, I would say he could do that. Uh, it's against the Lions. I definitely think Kittle can do that. I see him more around the 80-yard mark. Um, I think I would have taken that all the way up to 75. So the books and the numbers have him at 56 yards. So as long as Kittle goes over 56 yards, you win. And football guys all over it. I'm all over it as well. George Kittle, I think that's a really good prop we can hit on. All right, 1 o'clock to the what I appear to be the failing Pittsburgh Steelers. I think Ben is old and washed up, but I'll keep my opinions to myself and let football guy pick the first pick on this one. we got the Steelers and we've got the Bills. It's under a touchdown. So let's just let's have it at that. Bills or Steelers, who do you think could be winning? This one's a little bit I, closer in the book. I said Bills can totally dominate depending on, like, how Roethlisberger is and stuff like that. Also, for the I don't Steelers, think the Steelers are going to be that got, good this year. They've got a little questionable Toots on IR, Banners on IR. Like they have a lot of injuries on defense, which will also hurt them if they're trying to stop Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. Right. The Bills. The Bills are absolute powerhouses. Uh, they can do it offensively. Um, they can do it defensively. And let me tell you. You're saying that Emmanuel Sanders is questionable. I don't think that's going to matter much for the Bills. No, I don't think it will either. Diggs is their main guy, uh, and yeah. they have some other weapons as well. No John Brown there. They still have Cole Beasley. They'll be just fine. The thing about the Steelers that I was going to touch on, their offensive line was bad last year. They lost some key pieces. It got even yeah, worse, which is hard to believe. I think, think DeCastro's like the second best free agent out there right now with Newton Pye at number three and Schwartz is still out there. And, and it doesn't help that Zach Banner's on injured reserve, going to miss the first game, at least like the first three games. And I mean, not for nothing, 
Ben Roethlisberger is getting older and even slower. His arm seems weaker. Now, he said it feels better. I just I don't trust the Steelers at all in the spot. I think it could be a huge you, blowout. I, I think the Steelers might struggle to score points. They, the only time they might score points is in garbage time. I know like five people on the Steelers offensive line. Maybe like six or seven, but that's mostly just because I know all these people. Well, that's true because you're the football guy. You dive into this stuff. All right, we're going to move on. Mm -hmm. We got the Bills on a blowout. Football guy's on it. I'm on the Bills as well. We got the Cardinals and the Tennessee Titans. This game is a lot closer. A lot of question marks around the Cardinals. They're in a heck of a division. If the 49ers stay healthy, a lot of people are picking the Niners to win. The yeah. Rams have gotten Stafford. Darquez Denard is out that game on an injured reserve. Chris Banjo also questionable in the secondary for the Cardinals. Um, for the Titans, Hollister's out. Hollister's questionable. McCann's on IO. Just focus on the big AJ ones. AJ Brown, AJ I think, Brown, would be. Yeah, AJ okay. Brown being questionable. Okay, so, I mean, what do you think? So, a lot of people are not high on the Cardinals. They did a lot last year. They brought in DeAndre Hopkins. I feel their draft wasn't too bad as well. I feel like they addressed some of the defensive needs that they need. This is only a three-point spread, so this is a straight-up pick em. You can You can do money-line action on this one. I say, Titans and Cardinals. This is close. I say Titans are going to win this. Uh, I agree. Uh, Titans, it, don't forget, brought in Julio Jones. Yes, A.J. Brown, questionable, as you say, said. That's what I was saying. If A.J. Brown ends up being out... It'll definitely be closer, but I say Titans win it easy if A.J. Brown is active. Especially. And this is coming from the football guy who took in fantasy football last year, Kyler Murray, who blew it up. And I think Kyler Murray will have another good year. I think he'll do a lot with his legs. Uh, I actually took a future prop out there for him to be over 680 yards. I think he'll still run the ball. This year I got Lamar and Burrow on my fantasy team. Yeah, and, and you were pretty happy about it, right? You yeah. feeling good about it? All right, as long as you're feeling good about it. I'll I also got well. I also got McCaffrey at number two, <laughs> and and who can who can uh, who can doubt that? Hopefully McCaffrey can stay healthy. All right, yeah, we're both on the Bills. We're both on the Titans, so we are uh, we are on the same page here on this one. Let's move on to another game, another shocker that's early: the L.A. Chargers uh, and the Washington Football Game. They're at one o'clock as well. Uh, this one is even closer. Only a one point spread. The football team are the favored team in this one. Um, Austin Eckler, however, is questionable. For of course that game. he is. <laughs> Austin Eckler. Uh, Curtis Samuel also questionable. The biggest knock on Eckler is he's gonna is he gonna make it through a whole season, and now you've yeah. added an extra game to the NFL season on top of that. So it's it's going to be interesting. All right, Chargers and football team, very close. I have to say the football team already have a bad receiver list. Like they have, um, obviously they cut Steven Sims earlier. And now they have Curtis Samuel questionable. If Samuel can't play that game, football team are not going to be able to throw the ball like at all. Aside from having Logan Thomas, they can't really throw the Terry ball. Terry McLaren? McLaren, too. Yeah. Yeah, they have uh, they have some decent guys. I think they'll just yeah, be fine. Fitzpatrick always finds a way to win, and they have from, a great defense. Aside from those three, I'm not sure. I also don't like, like, Fitzpatrick. How old is he now? 38? <laughs> Doesn't matter. Just like it's his first day of school, young and fresh. See, it's it's weird how I see him and Roethlisberger, and I feel like Fitzpatrick has a lot less wear on him. I don't think there's 16 people usually out for the first day of school, no matter <laughs> what game you're talking about. You, know, you never know. In a COVID year, things kind of change. So we are back. There'll be fans in the stands. 
I don't know if the, you think that will play a role into it, but what do you got here? Chargers football team. I need to know what you're going to pick. I already um, knew. this. This My mind was made up on this one. I'm saying Chargers on this one. Okay, well, we're going to... We're going to be different on this one because I'm going to go football team. I think that defense is too strong. Uh, I think Fitzpatrick is a safe quarterback, so I think it'll be fine. Don't get me wrong. Fantasy football, I'd love the idea of Justin Herbert. I think he's absolutely fantastic. But I've got to say, I am, uh, I'm going to go with the football team. You're going with the Chargers. All right. Uh, let's move on. we got the Seattle Seahawks and the Indianapolis Colts. Tumultuous offseason for the Colts. Uh, I don't even know if Wentz is definitely going to play or not. I'm sure you're going to pull that up because you yeah, seem to be the injury say, master. Yeah, like here. T.Y. Um, Hilton. Hilton. Well, he's out. Yeah, injured reserve, neck, out the first at least like three weeks. Eric Fisher, questionable. Xavier Rhodes, questionable. Harris Campbell, questionable. However, I am not seeing Carson Wentz on the injury report. Okay, so we're probably going to see the appearance of Carson Wentz with his new team. The Colts are the underdogs by uh, two and a half points, so just under a field goal. Again, kind of a pick 'em type thing. Seahawk Colts. This is a little bit closer in the books. Football guy, who do you got? You think Russell Wilson pulls us off, or do you yeah, think Wentz gets his first win easy as a Colt? Seahawks. Easy Seahawks. Okay. Yeah. Um, Rashad. So you're Pe seeing them win Rashad by like a touchdown Penny. or so. Yeah, Rashad Penny is questionable, <clears> but I don't really care. Also, the Seahawks have a former Raven here, Nigel Warrior. Uninjured reserve, and he's not good, but just thought I, could, I should bring that up. Okay, no problem. <laughs> no, I appreciate all your injury knowledge. Okay, Seahawks, Colts, you're going Seahawks. I don't see it that way, so we're different a little bit, and I don't mean to show you up, but I like my picks a little bit better. I took the football team where you took the Chargers' last pick. I'm taking the Colts when you took the Seahawks, so things are getting interesting. We're starting to kind of split them up as these games get a little bit closer. All right, we're still in the 1 o'clock games. This is the game of the week. Are you ready? Yep. The New York Jets and the Carolina Panthers. Boy, it doesn't get any better than this. <laughs> Somehow the Panthers find themselves as four-point favorites. It, well, I guess I can understand for, that for with Sam Darnold under the... For the Jets, Jamison Crowder could be out week <clears> one. <throat> with, he's on the COVID list. Carl Lawson on injured reserve. He's going to miss that game. Ashton Davis on injured reserve. Well, Michael Pauline is questionable. I just see. And remember, like, I told you when you were looking at these in the morning. On the NFL list, like, you don't have to go, you know, it's questionable sometimes in the NFL means almost next to nothing. Some of these guys live off of the injured reserve list. Yeah. I need to know your gut feeling on this. The Jets and Panthers. This is a huge game. Panthers. Okay. <laughs> um, Here's the thing that you're not factoring in. Panthers. Sam Darnold got dumped by the Jets yeah. for this young kid, Zach Wilson. This is a revenge game for Darnold. Yeah, that is true. A.J. Boyer is suspended, and Troy Pride's on IR, too, which could hurt the Panthers' secondary, but I still see Panthers pulling this one off. You know what's actually even funny about this? I wanted to see if I could find any props for Ryan Fitzpatrick. Or, I'm sorry, not, no, 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 blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Sam Darnold. Revenge game, obviously, with the, with the Jets. The Panthers, I feel like the Panthers have a better receiving core, too. I mean, they drafted Terrence Marshall. They got more. Uh, they have Robbie Anderson, obviously the speedster. I think the Panthers have a lot more weapons. The Jets, I, they're just all over the place. I'm going to be the first to tell you, I love football. I don't even know hardly any players on the Jets defense except for, I think, Marcus May. I know a lot of them. Go ahead. Name, name two more players. And stop looking at your tablet because you're, okay. you're cheating. Um, follow Ronald Fatukasi. Wow, there's an impressive name um, for you. And Ronald Blair. 
And what does Ronald Blair play? Defensive, defensive end. Now, the first guy's name, I, I, I don't think that I can fight you on because obviously you couldn't have made that up, but okay. Uh, there are no props for this game. I can't look, see how many yards Vegas expects Sam Darnold to have, but I do expect if you're doing a daily fantasy, I, Sam Darnold is a great value. He should be able to put up some yards. I think this is a good revenge game for him. I'm all over the Panthers as well to beat the Jets, and the Jets fall to 0-1. At least that's how myself and the football guys see it. Um, two more 1 o'clock games. we got the Vikings and the Bengals. Another close one. The Vikings are favored by three points. Kirk Cousins on and off the COVID list quite a bit. Yeah. Joe Burrow comes back uh, after an injury. The, the offensive line hasn't gotten any better. Anthony Barr is questionable. Irv Smith is on IR. He's done. He's out like four to six months Yep. with a meniscus injury. The rookie, Darisaw, he's questionable. Um, For the Bengals, Trey Wayne's out. Hakeem Adenji out. Khaled Kareem out. Um, Joseph Osai is on IR too. Okay, so... A lot of injuries for the Vikings, and like I said, Kirk Cousins, they've missed some practice, they've missed some valuable time some there. Some of those were but... Vikings, some of those were Bengals. And then <clears throat> if Olive Smith is out, this is another thing to look at. Tyler Conklin, also questionable. If okay. If Smith happens to be out, the tight ends are even more hurt with Conklin. Okay, so they're just going to have to throw the ball constantly to Justin Jefferson or Adam Thielen, <laughs> but Thielen's reaching up there in age. Oh, I forgot, they traded for Chris Herndon. Okay. So they have somebody maybe they can plug in there. All right, the Vikings Bengals. We got a three point spread, so this is just a straight up pick 'em. Football guy, give it to me. Who you think's going to win this? I'm going to say Vikings on this one. Okay, Vikings. I don't know why I penciled you in for the Bengals, so you surprised me a little bit. The Vikings ha are used to being a better team. I, I think there's some things that obviously the Bengals need to work out. Jamar Chase can't seem to hang on to the ball. I do think that will change. I don't know what was going on there in the preseason. They might have had like 12 drops in the preseason. It was astronomical. Yeah, not good. But the Vikings have been together quite a while. Kirk Cousins, all these guys have been together a while. I also don't like the fact that the, the Bengals did not address an offensive line when they got their quarterback killed last year. Um, I, I don't think it's really any better. So I think that's really going to hurt them. I think the Vikings can capitalize there. I'm all in on the Vikings. Um, their offensive line You could is... probably even take a minus three. I think they, they can pull this one off. Their offensive line is pretty beat up. All right, we got Jags, we got the Texans, another game of the week, huh? We got mm -hmm. Jets and Panthers, and now you're going to hit me. NFL, please stop giving us these these amazing games. The Jacksonville Jaguars and the oh. Texans. The Jags, maybe the first time and the only time all season long. Well, They're the favorites who, by a field goal. Who's surprised by this, though? Tra Tavon Austin, already on injured reserve. That, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. He has made an NFL um, Leon, career of Leon being on Jacobs reserve. questionable. Hoonden on the Jags defense out. Tip. Terry Godwin on IR. Remember, like I said, there are people that are going to be on the questionable Whitney list. Focus Mos on the really important ones. Whitney I don't Mosulis see anybody important there. Is Whitney Merciless is questionable. Malik Collins is questionable. Texans have problems with Merciless and Hank and Listen, Collins out. I'm a Raiders fan. I watched Malik Collins last year. He was terrible. So... I'm not worried about yeah, them that, losing that, that something like true. that. That is true. Molly Collins was not good last night. We got a lot of fun games at 4 o'clock. We're almost running out of time because we got to get you to school. Yeah. We need Jags, to Texans. We got Trevor Lawrence's debut. Uh, Tyrod Taylor will be playing for the Texans because Deshaun Watson yeah. will not be. Who do you got in this one, football guy? I'm going to say the Jags are going to steal one. I don't think Tyrod Taylor is good enough to lead them to a win. Oh, I don't I don't know if they're stealing one. I think the Texans are going to struggle all year round. I, I, it might be tough for the Texans to even win a game based on what happens or if, you know, Deshaun Watson gets traded and they, you know, trade it and they get somebody good back. Um, 
Boy, oh boy, though, one o'clock games, you got to be excited. Two powerhouse ones, the Jags and the Texans and the Jets and the Panthers. Wow. How lucky are all we to four, have those games at 1 o'clock? All four of them are terrible teams. You are not kidding. What a, what a battle there. But the good news is we got some really good games. No sarcasm here. Coming up at 425, Packers Saints. Saints can't play in New Orleans, so this is getting played in an alternate site in Jacksonville because Jacksonville won't be there. So, football guy, this is uh, this is a pretty darn good game. What do you got here? Um, I think the Packers could win this, actually. I, I'm seeing Michael Thomas out this game. I don't even know who the Saints tight end is, to be honest with you here. Like, I don't on, even know if it's going to end up mattering. To the Saints tight ends. They obviously don't have Cork. Garrett Griffin, he's in, he's in... Garrett Griffin and J- Johnson and Trotman and Ethan Wolfe. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, not too good. excited about it. Obviously, Winston is, is, is going to be starting and trying to fit into everything. Bakatari is out for the Packers, too. Will Redmond is out. That's, that's Zayu, to me. Zayu Smith is questionable, and Jay Stoneberger is suspended. Well, Again, but... so, I mean, the, the biggest thing is on their offensive line. That That's a key injury. Mm-hmm. Like I said, you want to focus on the real key injuries that could be a problem. But, again. The Saints don't have a kicker. Is that a key injury? I mean, that could be, but I'm sure they have something <laughs> they, in the works. They have Will Watts, who's on IR with an injured abdomen. And I I saw they had somebody in the preseason, but if you look right now, I just see the punter Gillikin, the long snapper Wood, and Watts, who's on IR. I think I think it's easy said. Rodgers is back, which is a huge shock. Mm-hmm. The Packers, most of their team is back. They were battling for the NFC Championship. I don't think there's any way the, the Packers can't win this. David out, too. David Onimata suspended. Okay. I said focus on the important ones. I don't well, even know who Anima, that guy is. Animat is like the sort of defensive tackle. Well, I don't think he's going to make a huge impact either way. I got the Packers. I could say you take the Packers all the way up to seven points on this, if not even further into ten points. I don't care that it's being played at a neutral site. I think that's even worse for the Saints. The Saints have just too many moving parts. I don't think they're going to be very good. I think they might be one of the worst in their division. I think a lot of people don't realize that yet. Latavius Murray just bounced because they wanted him to take a pay cut after his best season. Uh, I love Kamara, don't get me wrong, but obviously tumultuous situations with Michael Thomas, what you pointed out. I simulated a season in Madden, and they actually cut Latavius Murray. Interesting. So Madden Madden knew something maybe we didn't know. Maybe maybe even in the virtual world they asked Mm -hmm. him to uh, take a pay cut. Uh, so, football guy and I, I don't want to get off track. We're both all over the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. Another awesome game coming up. Cleveland Browns and the Kansas City Chiefs saw these two teams in the playoffs. The Chiefs are fev- favored by five and a half. Um, Chiefs still have to worry, though, about um, Matthias on the COVID list. Could miss that game. Could play, could miss it. Depends. Um, Frank Clark, questionable. Frank Clark, that's a big one. Yeah, Frank Clark, questionable. McCall Hardman, questionable. Look at, the bra- look at the Browns. Odell's going to play. See, it, but that's what I'm talking about. Like, Odell, Odell, Odell is going to play. Odell and Clowney are questionable. Higgins is questionable. Greedy Williams is questionable. Greg Sennett's on IR. Grant Delpit's questionable. I, I think Mindu's the Browns put in a lot of key pieces in the offseason. Like I think they got four, better on the like secondary. They're like four corners right now and, like, two safeties. I don't care. I'm going to go with an upset on this one. I'm taking the Browns to start it off. And, yes, that's a shocker. The Chiefs to be 0-1. I'm all in on the Browns, despite it. If I were going to be a betting man and bet on this game, I would take the Browns with the plus five and a half, just to be on the safe side. 
one way or another, I'm sure they're going to keep this game close. I, I think it's going to come right down to the fourth quarter. Football guy, just a straight-up pick. Brown, you like the Browns, the Browns or you like the Chiefs? The Browns haven't won since, like, 2011 against the Chiefs. I understand that, I, but I'm I going, think, I know I I'm going the, out in a limb. I think the Chiefs are going to win this. Okay. Easily. I know our my youngest son, your brother, Coop, would be very disappointed at me saying that Mahomes is going to lose this first game of the season, but... <laughs> Yeah, it would be. I like the Browns. I think they're stronger. I, I think what, they're better. I'm not and... even gonna say that I use the Chiefs in a video game because I because I want to avoid Coop. We did, yeah, we did play a video game together, and I will say the Browns did we, lose, I but play, it was only I by three him, points. I played him two weeks in a row and beat him by three points both times. Keep bragging about it. <laughs> All right, we need to move on. We got more football to get to, and we got to get you to school. So, another really really good game: uh, the Miami Dolphins and the New England Patriots. The Patriots are three point favorites. Despite the Dolphins being quite a bit well, better than Wolf, them last year. Wolf always suspended and Adam Shaheen's on the COVID list. He's okay. watching the Dolphins offense. They're the Patriots, they're just a mess. Stephon Gilmore is out. Jalen Gilmore's Mill a big one for them. Yeah, Jalen Mills questionable. Nelson Aguilar questionable. Um, Enkiel Harry's out. Dalton Keene is out. They don't have anybody on the offense anymore. So what are you what are you doing with this one? So obviously the Patriots are coming out. They're starting Mac Jones. Cam Cam is gone. This is a whole different Patriot Patriots team. So again, when I'm listening to a lot of these podcasts and they're talking about how good they were last year, how good their offense was, how good their defense was, they literally bought themselves a team this year in free agency. I mean, tons of different players. You mentioned Nelson Aguilar. Uh, Damian yeah. Harris is entrenched now as the starter, but this is his Aguilar, second year Aguilar there. Aguilar could be knocked out. Right, I mean, we're going to have to see that. They went out and then they get Hunter Henry too, right? Yeah, I say the Patriots, the only reason I'm saying the Patriots are going to win this is because of the big offseason, like you said. So you're going Patriots. But just by They are the favorite team. You locking that in? I I don't like Mac Jones really being there. Like, I thought they should have always stuck with Newton, at least until Mac Jones got settled in. I'm going to say Patriots, but I think the Dolphins have a good chance too. Oh, so you're waffling a little bit. Okay, so yeah. your first pick is the Patriots, but if they lose, you're going to be like, I told you so. Can't yeah. waffle on this. I you got to pick. I, I say the Patriots. Patriots, I'm just okay. Saying, like the Dolphins, I'm not saying. The Dolphins have the a good Patriots defense. The Patriots have a chance of losing still because the Dolphins. Tua had a tough a year. They brought in Waddle. They have some playmakers now. I, I think the Dolphins can win this. They're, they've been together longer. I think New England's going to take a little bit to work out the bugs, especially with a brand new quarterback like Mac Jones. So. I'm going to go with the Dolphins, football guys on the Patriots, but it's too close to kind of call. Maybe this is a game you'd want to stay away from if you're if you're entrenched in the, the Vegas books of betting. All right, 425, another pretty good game that can go either way. I'm just showing a field goal um, in place right now as, as favoring the Denver Broncos. So the Broncos are three-point favorites over Daniel Jones, the almighty Daniel Jones and the Giants. The Giants... You just saying that because you got Daniel Jones in fantasy. Well, I'm just, you know, hyping it up because um, every Giants fan that I talk to ever, doesn't like Daniel Jones. Um, Deshaun Hamilton out for the Broncos and Noah Fant questionable for the Giants. They have a... They, their injury list is like a mess. Well, I mean, Evan well, Ingram, I mean, he hasn't been doing anything lately, yeah, well, so I mean, does that really matter? Levine Tolio's on injured reserve. Kyle Rudolph's questionable. Danny Shelton's questionable. Kenny Galladay... John Ross. I mean, is I think out. that speaks volumes that the Giants brought in Kyle Rudolph yeah, when they um, already had Evan Ingram. So I think they're they're yeah. kind of done with Evan Ingram. So he's got to kind of pick up the slack. Kadarius Tony also questionable. 
Um, Saquon, that being their rookie. Barkley almost definitely going to play. He is questionable, though. So he might be a little I think bit you'll, off. I think you'll see Barkley on a pretty light load. Um, what do you think? The Broncos look pretty healthy for the most part, but they decided to go with Teddy Bridgewater over Drew Locke. So, again, you can't compare too much from last year. The Broncos, I will say this, have an amazing uh, wide receiving core. K.J. Hamler, uh, Jerry Judy, Noah Fant, obviously, almost acts as a wide receiver. I think the Broncos have got some good offensive weapons there. they still got Melvin Gordon. Um, what are you thinking? This one's pretty close. Like I said, um, Broncos are favored. I would favored. say the Broncos as well. I'm saying the Giants are going to be too hurt to make up. They're not going to be able to make up all the injuries. Broncos win. Okay. I'm on the Broncos as well. I, I Especially you got Chubb on one end and you got Vaughn Miller on the other with him being healthy. That's two decent bookends that you've got coming at you. I think the Broncos defense can carry them to a win on this. I think it's going to make it tough on Daniel Jones. And again... I've said it before with some of these teams that I that I don't love. The Jags didn't do anything. The the Bengals didn't do anything. The Steelers didn't do anything. Guys, you need to get offensive line players. And and that's one thing that I think is going to hurt the Giants. I don't think they address the offensive line enough. And it, it's going to hurt the quarterback play, especially the Steelers, because Roethlisberger can't really move. So these teams are going to get hurt by these type of you know situations. They should have spent more time trying to focus on that offensive line that's going to come back to bite the Giants. I got the the Broncos winning. I think they can. I can think they can pull off the three point win. Yeah. All right. Sunday night football, and then we're off to the big one. Monday night football with the Ravens and the Raiders, Chicago Bears and the Rams. We got Stafford making his debut in L.A. What do you like here, football guy? Um, first, I'd like to mention Danny Trevathan will be out that that game. Cleo Mack is questionable. Eddie Goldman questionable. Darnell Mooney questionable. Robert Quinn questionable. And for the Rams, Micah Kaiser is out. I said focus on the important ones. I don't know who these guys are. I do. <laughs> See, the football guy has way too much knowledge on this point. Lucas is out too, and it is questionable too on the Bears defense. I'll tell you how I feel. What do you like in this Sunday night football matchup? Um, I'm liking the Rams. Yeah. Okay, and why do you like the Rams? I think I think that Stafford. Now has like all the weapons as you mentioned once like he has. He's got um, Cup. He's got Van yeah, Jefferson. Cup, he's Jefferson, got Robert Woods. Woods, yeah, all those guys. I think he still has what Reynolds mm. and uh, Higby. Yeah. I like the Rams a lot in this one. Now, if if the Bears considered starting Justin Fields, I might flip over to the Bears. Oh, the Bears still have a pretty good Deshaun defense. Jackson too. Oh yeah, that's right. They did bring in Deshaun Jackson. So you, I mean, you might see a. I don't think you'll see a lot out of them, but you never know. That big playability is still kind of there. So I'm going to go Rams. I think they have a very well-put-together team. Their offense is there now. they got a good offensive line. No Cam Akers. I don't know if you mentioned that. He's done for the year. They uh, still have Daryl Henderson. It say on my tablet that Akers is hurt. Same thing with we're going into the Wavens and Raiders next. It also says that J.K. Dobbins is healthy. That is not true either. No, definitely not true. He was is done for the year, hence why the Ravens picked up Le'Veon Bell. And Trent and Trenton Cannon. And Trenton Cannon. I don't know who that is. Don't know if I he's do. gonna have much of an impact. Um Rams. Know, Rams could know, be a team that can pick up Latavius Murray. I we talked about him Madden being rating. Oh, okay. <laughs> We know the Rams, uh, I think you don't, and I had talked about it. Don't forget about Sonny Michelle, though, too, on the Rams. They did take Sonny Michelle, but I still think they might be in the market for a running back. They may take Tavius Murray. I don't think Henderson is a good all-every-down back. So we'll see if the Rams do any other moves as it comes along. But, again, an excellent defense. 
Uh, you can't. Aaron Donald, one of the best. His football rating's a 99. I know that. Yeah, that, that I know, too. Uh, we're both on the Rams, Jill, so Sunday Night Football Rams. Rams. Jalen Rams is a 99, too, I think. He is, and I forgot he's also on there, too. So they have one of the best corners. they got a stud out there, I, playmaker on top of that. Again, I'm all in on the Rams. I, I don't love Andy Dalton. I think, honestly, the Bears are going to have a really hard time putting up points, not to take anything away from Allen Robinson and, you know, Montgomery and some of their other guys, but this is the Rams all the way. I think this is an easy win, actually, for the Rams in Sunday Night Football. The Ravens and the Raiders. Now, I'm really interested to see yeah. what you think. Dobbins, um, obviously, we talked about that, that you yeah. know, they're down for because... Yeah, Dobbins out for the season. Jimmy Smith questionable. I'm saying you play... That's your coach's him. fault, by the way, because he just had to get to the 20 preseason wins, break a record that nobody cares about, yeah. and now Josh, you're missing a key piece Josh to your Ryan's offense. Josh questionable. LJ Ford is out. Nick Boyle is doubtful. Ronnie Stanley is questionable. Miles Boykin is out. Justice Hill is out. Um, Lost the, two running backs. Two yeah. running backs that know for, the system. For the Raiders, Richie Incognito, questionable like always. Nevin Lawson, he's suspended like always. Denzel Perryman, questionable. Unwasser is questionable. Rashard is out. Farrell is questionable. Arnett is questionable. Jacobs is questionable. Yeah, and I, and like I said, you focus on the big ones, like these ones here in the yellow. Jacobs is a big one. Uh, Farrell's not really a big I one. I don't know what the yellow even is. Though. Not sure either, but again, not sure even if it matters. Okay, <laughs> this is a big one. I don't even know if we could put personal feelings aside here. Now, normally, I don't. I, I stay away from ever betting on the Raiders. I, I don't want anything to do with them because they're so darn inconsistent even from last year. I just recently listened to a podcast where they said, take the Ravens. The Ravens, I think, right now are four-and-a-half-point favorites. I would say the Ravens do win this one. Um, Obviously, Dobbins and Hill out going to be a problem. Down to four-point favorites, but, by the way. Yeah. Um, at running back, though, they still have, still have Gus Edwards, little-known player Tyson Williams, was actually on their team last year, on the practice squad, I believe, all season, but he was there. Um... So Gus Edwards and Tyson Williams probably the only two running backs active for week one because Le'Veon and Cannon are just on the practice Right, they got to get them up to speed. So the system, stuff like that. So what's we, your pick? We probably won't see Bell and Cannon until like week three or so, at least. Pick this one straight um, up here. I'm saying Ravens. Ravens. So what I was getting to, but you had to get in back into the injuries and all this other yeah. stuff. They were talking about how the Raiders are terrible at defending the run, and you're talking about the Ravens being one of the best rushing teams out Don't there. Don't forget, the Raiders got, like, Solomon Thomas and all in the offseason. That was the point that I was going to make. They have a new defensive coordinator. You might as well throw all that out. They revamped the offensive line. Quentin Jefferson's there. Some people they brought in Yannick, who played for the and, Ravens and, and knows what they're all about. In the off and on the offense, Peyton Barber signed to be a running back, too. So with that being said, I'm actually going with the Raiders, and I've changed my mind about this one after Dobbins went out, and I understand that I don't they think have, Gus Edwards is going to be that much White, of a drop. So they also have KJ White, who they just signed. Perryman, they right, got, their linebackers got, got better. Casey Hayward. Their defensive line they do got a better. Lot of defense players, the yeah. scheme is a lot better. You know my feelings about Paul Gunther. He was horrible. <laughs> They needed to get rid of him sooner than later, and they, they spent a whole year wasting time on him. Love Gus Bradley's schemes and defense. He'll get the most out of these players. I think the problem is, is Lamar's got to win this game pretty much by himself, and I don't think that he's going to be able to do it. That is a problem. I forgot to they mention. They don't have the, some of their receivers, obviously, are banged up. Yeah, their rookie's not going to be there. I forgot to mention Miles Boykin and um, Mar uh, not Mar um, Rashad Bateman. 
That's the other one. Boykin and Bateman both out. Yeah, so I was going to say, I mean, they obviously have some lack of weapons there as well. So uh, I want to try to do one more prop here. Let's do Justin Herbert. This is a popular one, too. Against the Washington football team, over 260 yards. You're talking about one of the best quarterbacks that last year. I say Hobo can do that. You think he can? I think we're differing off the game a bit because we're talking about the Ravens and Raiders and you're talking about Hobo, but yeah. Well, and I just wanted to, you know, we're wrapping up the show here. We got to get you to school. It's big football day. You got to go to school. Have a good day at school. Come home mm -hmm. and it's time to party because the first game of the season is on tonight. Bucks and Cowboys. Yep. We're all ready. Um, so Herbert over 260 yards. I'm going to say no. Shocker. And I love Herbert. I just love the Washington football team's defense more. Be very, very careful in that prop. I know it's a popular one that's out there. Herbert, I'm saying under 260 yards. Uh, football guy says he can do it. Mm -hmm. And you don't know. I mean, it. you know, garbage time or whatever. They might be down 14 points. He may be throwing quite a bit. Uh, it may happen. Uh, you're also saying the Chargers are going to win that game. So if they do win the game, Herbert's got to have a good game. So you did a nice job of tying that kind of together uh, as far as props go. Mm -hmm. Any other big notes that you want to make mention of tonight? I'd, our how about our favorite commercial? You think Dak is going to have those guys on the ends and the chairs yelling at him? Uh, the direct TV commercial? No? You think he'll be fine? Telling well, him to run? He's going to be running for his life. It is going to be very, very similar to that commercial. I love the Bucks defense. I, I, yeah, I, I hate Zeke funny, Elliott going I over get, yards I and anything. It's funny when, when he's like, there's nobody open. Every time I see that, I'm, I'm like, well, yeah, that's going to happen this season. <laughs> No, no. I mean, that being said, the Cowboys have really good defensive, you know, are really good weapons out there on offense. I mean, they have probably the three, uh, a good trio of wide receivers, probably one of the best in, in the NFL, as do the Bucks. though. I, I just, the Bucks are way loaded in talent, and the Cowboys need to get everything back together after Dak being injured. But it should be a good game. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, all right, that'll do it. Uh, I think we need to wrap it up. we got to get you to school. Anything else you want to part with? Mostly. All right. Well, this is the football guy. This is Dad. We are out for week one of the NFL. We will see you back here for week two, where we make all the analysis and picks, and we find out that Dad called two major upsets and probably blew his son out of the water. We'll see. <laughs> all right. See you guys. Week two. We'll see you then.